never be mine. Angel Olsen from her new album, My Woman, You'll Never Be Mine. That was preceded by Gladys Knight and the Pips, their first chart single, 1961, with every beat of my heart. And that is it for today's ride on the morning train. Thank you for joining me. And until we ride again, hopefully at 10 a.m. next Friday, this is J.D. Buell saying, make it a great day for someone. is obscene that we got it twisted in this lucid dream baptized in boundaries schooled in sin divided by difference sexuality and skin oh so we can hate each other fear each other we can special AltaCast here for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. A I very joined, special episode. Very special episode. I'm joined by LaToya, my co-host, as always, here. It is high noon. Yep. I'm joined by, out of San Diego, Maggie O'Neill. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, so excited for you to be here. And Jeremy Demery. Yeah, thanks for having me here. Yeah, Yay. out of, I don't remember where you're from. Cleveland. Cleveland. Right. Ohio. Ohio. Cleveland. We've got, got a Midwesterner. Not to be confused with Drew Carey. Cleveland, San Diego, <laughs> and uh, Latoya is originally from Misery. Misery, yeah. I claim Chicago though more. Yeah, claim Chicago. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I've never left. I've right. never left uh, San or never left San Francisco. I've never left California. I did live in San Diego for 12 years. Oh, what part? Yeah. Um, well, my acceptance and I. Uh, we owned a house for a while in Vista. I Ooh, taught in Oceanside. Wow. But then we moved down to Claremont Mesa, and we lived on Tecolote Canyon. We had a house oh. down there. So oh, pretty. It was really yeah. lovely. Yeah. I love Do the you area. miss it down there? Do I miss it? I really liked the weather in San Diego. I did not like the Republican <laughs> land. I didn't like the soul Yeah, you were up in the wasteland. vistas, like in the heart, beating heart of conservatism in yeah. California. It's all like uh, defense contractor, like 
the business owners. The <laughs> thing about when us Midwest Midwesterners say that we're moving to California, we mean San Diego because that's where conservative Midwesterners go to die. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no joke. No, yeah, like when I, yeah. I know people are like, oh, we're moving to San Diego. I'm like, yeah, I bet your ass is. The soul-sucking wasteland was, of Lexus. It was like quite the contrast because I used to like be a volunteer coordinator in Bernie Sanders 2016, and then I immediately started working at this really high-end like uh, historic hotel in La Jolla, and I'm like, ooh, it's, 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 it's different. It's a different crowd. It's, it was tough. But uh, yeah, California, it contains multitudes. It's got a really nice theater community down in San Diego, yeah, yeah. I really like. Absolutely. Uh, Sledgehammer, are they still around? Um, no, I'm not familiar. I'm like mostly familiar with like Finest City Improv is like one of the places I go to a lot gotcha. for um, different sketch classes, and that's one of the things I'm enrolled in right now. But I really, really like it. So cool. yeah. you're doing improv? Yeah, yeah, I do a lot oh. of improv. I, I, it's kind of like a balancing act between like doing stand up and doing improv. That's it's, awesome. It's I come from the world improv. of improv, so that's oh, why yeah, I'm Chicago? like, yeah, did you uh, do some stuff up there. I did. Uh, I studied at second city and then worked there not on stage uh i wish i could say that Behind and then the did, yeah you know i was uh, bartending and cocktailing because that was my idea of getting getting connected with people yeah and then worked at the annoyance i didn't start doing stand-up until here at mutiny radio oh, which cool. it is very wise for you to do both yeah because coming from the world of improv stand-up you're like naked you're mm. like, you have mm-hmm. no one else to fall back yeah. on but yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's There's... only you that fails, oh, no yeah. one else. Yeah. I mean, and then on Friday, I'm doing the underwear comedy, so yeah. I, I pretty much will be naked on stage. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I had a drop yeah. out on that show, so I might. Uh, might do a little guest, Ooh, little a little underwear stuff. slip. Well, I have this <laughs> really great. Um, my buddy Under works with leather, and he made this really great bra thing. That's not a bra. It's like leather uh, pasties, but they're attached with um, chains, and then it's like a weird little belt <laughs> thing. It's hard. anyways. It's really it's 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 cute. It's really funny. Like you closed yeah. your eyes to I was like, like mine. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good for radio. The, ki- the kids yesterday made us do the Instagram live, and I was like. The what kids. the kids the well kids. that's what i call the comedians under 30. okay <laughs> the kids I, that hang out i'm for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like let's instagram it i'm like it's radio yeah. they can listen no you oh, want no, it has to be live otherwise it's not real <laughs> it's not real i mean god bless those kids is, yeah. is bernie um doing instagram lives can i i mean oh. I, he, he must does be, instagram right? yeah see bernie's doing a better does. job than you yeah bernie's more with the kids <laughs> Hey, the, the we all, we all have man. our strengths, you know. I'm just not familiar with this TikTok bullshit. Right. No. What is this? Uh, it's Stop like it. musically. It's like kids who are like 12 and 13 yeah. could tell you all about yeah. it. Yeah. You can tell us about yeah. That. April. April's a, big April's a big TikToker. Oh yes. She she play. I mean, I. It's what the kids what, want. Kids, I don't know what is what they it. Want. Okay, the best way I can explain it is there's two sides to it. First, you have the 12 and the 13-year-old kid, 13-year-old kids who are doing like, do you remember when we used to stand in the mirror with a brush, a hairbrush in our hand and sing along to the radio? Right. That's what they're doing. They're just doing it into their phone and for each other to judge each other. Uh, the other side of it, there's kind of a comedy side of it where people are trying to make funny videos, do stories. I actually follow two guys who have become like dude bro friends. Like it's almost like a soap opera watching these two guys who have uh, beer bong John and Iron Sanctuary. Like yeah, like I'm I'm following these two because I just want to see how their relationship progresses, you know. And yeah, yeah, it's um and I do I do comedy bits and sometimes I put up some of my stand up on there. What's and your get, What's your handle? Uh, at April Gality, A P R I L G A L L A T Y. And yeah, just. Cute. It it's not like Vine or anything with like this. It's kind of like Vine. It's exactly like Vine, except you oh, go shit. up to a minute. <laughs> There's some pretty funny ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's some pretty good stuff. I'm, just, I'm like, just overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm There's, starting to sound is. like an old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, yes, yeah. I do the, I sometimes do the Facebook, and I definitely do the IG. And then when, um, what's the other one that I really despise? The um, Twitter? Not Twitter, not Twitter. Snapchat. 
I still don't know how to work it. I just deleted my app. But Snapchat is for dick pics. That's the only reason that it was created. That's what chat roulette was. was. Jeremy, you want to weigh in on that? Yeah. When you have a thing that exists for 10 seconds and then it disappears, what else could that possibly be used for? It's 100% dick pics. Isn't it? You send it and then it disappears in 10 seconds. It's I've like, never gotten a dick pic. I, I haven't either because I, I don't have a smartphone. I've avoided that whole Lucky thing. Lucky girl. <laughs> I, would, I, I, I feel like I've been left out because I've never gotten a dick pic. Hey, <laughs> gentlemen out there, <laughs> me and Pam have never gotten dick pics before. You know, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, I, so there's this meteorologist in Cleveland named Dick Goddard. So I would send people photos of me next to Dick Goddard. So I'd just send that with a call it's my a dick It's a dick pic. pic. That's yes. hilarious. That's, really That's, That's clever. Crazy. Pam, I will send you a dick pic as soon as I get back to my phone. Thank You're going to you. love this. Okay, great. But I am a total pervert in every other aspect of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I'm sitting next to you. I just get the it's all about lighting. You're gonna be judged. Yeah, I, right. yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to have a. I wanted to have a mutiny radio, um, the sexiest male comic yeah. in San Francisco Objecti- contest. Objectify. And I, I objectify, but I don't think I want to do it with dick pics. I, I think, think I, I want to do it with actual I had an comedy. idea to do, like my high school used to do, it, we called it Mr. Gresham. And it was like, <laughs> it was a pageant and it was so great. We, they had like tuxedos, they had a swim, I don't actually, I don't remember if they had a swimsuit edition. That would have been awesome. But like a for talent, high oh yeah, it was like <laughs> Miss America, but we called it Mr. Gresham. And it was, it was pretty great pretty great theater if I am yeah. saying so myself so I'd love to do an adult version of that that would be fun right I figured like it would be fun to objectify men and wouldn't it be a great <laughs> exactly. I could make I could make a calendar after which would be great mm. oh nope. yeah fundraising. And, and sexy is a spectrum so it's the sexiest male comic absolutely and sexiest. I would want people to vote and I think it would be a great credit for people if they oh. could be like I'm the seventh sexiest male comic in San I'm Francisco I'm Mr. June it's it's the Equinox gym on a Sunday afternoon, oh, and then they all ride up to the punch together. I mean, <laughs> I guess if, it if, you, if anyone wants to be on another mic, that one at the top up there has up on stage, it has a long cord. You can drag it in if you want. Well, you could just drag It's long enough that you it's can drag it. It's long where you can drag you it. You can. There very you long. Go. There you, go. you might this be one. into the calendar, <laughs> sir. <laughs> the objectifying hey, men thing is looking at a great idea that would more than likely blow up in your face and be like, because I think guys would actually get into it. Oh, yeah. To a point of, like, getting really creepy again. You know, come full circle. (laughs) That was the whole idea anyway. I just want dudes, I would would hope dudes would vote too. I think everyone should vote, but I, I, I women have, every... Everyone's been objectified for so women have been objectified for it's so long. It's your turn. I really and think sexual harassment going like female to male is really I know it's not appropriate, it's, but I think it's, it's so funny. I think it's oh, so you, funny. No, no, no. as a male, you should do it. We'd enjoy it. Please. Exactly. And that's what they've that's, told me. Yeah, like I've exactly. so I've had to ask for consent from my I'm learning, you know. So that's I'm, good, Pam. Well, that's you're adjusting. Well, but it, when I used to go, okay, so I knew when we'd leave San Diego and drive up to Koreatown in LA to go to a hip hop club in 1996 I knew when I went there that there were going to be people that were going to rub up against me with their weird hard dicks at weird parts of my body <laughs> they're not going to look me in the face right. first I'm going to try to kind of dance with my friends but this is what's happening I know what I'm getting into Yeah. and so yeah, when a guy doesn't go like do I have consent to rub my dick against you as I dance with you on this hip hop floor they're just not happening in 1997. You're just basically right. now these little snowflakes. Now. They'd be like, "I'm being sexually assaulted." I'm like, "It's a hip hop club," but so it's different now. <laughs> in my mindset, where I came from, a place where every movie in the 90s count oh, how many seconds so it problematic. is. So problematic. Yeah. yeah. How many seconds can you count before a homophobic or misogynistic yeah. joke oh, happens? Any comedy from or something like yeah, very rapey. Something very yes, yeah. like the yeah. rape is the joke. Ha ha. Rape is the joke. Was it like the 16 Candles, which is one of my favorite movies? Which is all like crazy, non-consensual looking. I, I mean, even mm-hmm. all the way back to Porky's, like, let's just... Porky's is definitely rape. <laughs> that is a rape. I think that's like a rapist. Uh, like, that's like the rape part of the rape Bible, like, is to watch Porky's. But that was like the comedy <laughs> that we... Yeah. Get your, get your Rocky rape Horror notes. Picture Show. But rape. 
now lots of rape and, and it's great that we it's great that feminism has been updated and that people are into it and we're not trying to sexually harass just, people you know basic but, communication skills for men and women right. going yeah. forward <laughs> but i sexually Wait, harass men, men all with the time. basic communication skills yeah. that's that's i mean you're setting <laughs> an awfully high bar there that's that's <laughs> um yeah that's so, so you started with dick pics that was <laughs> basic <laughs> communication that's all we want you to know we don't want to engage with you on an emotional uh, level do you like my dick that that's where we're trying to go that's why but there's so many influx of like male comics going like you can't say nothing can't say nothing it's like no responsible there's other material you could yeah. mind you besides to try harder that's, yeah. that's all you're being asked what, to wait do. what did you just say did you say try, try. that's just, right try all i hear is when male comics complain about like, you can't say nothing it's like they just get offended it's like you're just a lazy comic that's right, right. hashtag hip too uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that feminism though is that we're able we're not going to cull objectification from whatever we are as people but to be able to have the equality and if hey slap me down I got in trouble from one of my little boys and they probably don't like being oh called God. little boys is that terrible? So one of them like was a female giving, Larry I, King. What, I, well, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel more. I'm going with Mitzi Shore. I'm okay. going with Mitzi Shore. Oh, okay. But nice. one of my one of my young boys, I was, I was pretty drunk, <laughs> and I usually I be, haven't been drunk lately, but I was drunk. Yeah. And he was being very sweet and driving me home from Aww. a very late open mic. <laughs> Just and, and 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 I must preface this: I have a boyfriend, and mm-hmm. I so I don't. I think sometimes that my behavior. Anyways, I I. I, he has really he has beautiful big beefy thighs and I have a thing for beefy thighs. <laughs> oh so he's God. giving me a ride home and I touched his leg and it made him really uncomfortable and he had to talk about it with Aww. me later and but I apologized. But and I said I'm sorry that I Hey, way made to you take feel. ownership. That's good. But here's the question of that hand where like that touch like was that touch like like I'll do it glaze. here for you. I'll do it here for you. you know. Here we are in the car. Get her consent first. I'm not I don't get her consent. <laughs> I I I, t- I touched his big beefy thigh and gave it a little squeeze. And, okay, uh, that's not too bad. It's not like you moved I all the way I did not up. go, because that's not what I'm, I just, it was I'm just not a little, objectifying his It was so interesting to me that it was that guy be so, in, like. Yeah, first of all, Pam, you need to give us the information after the podcast. We're going to have a word with him. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> This boy I mean, needs an education. No, 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 no. It's it's, he, he didn't feel comfortable. Was he wearing a, was he wearing a collar? Was he wearing a priest no, collar? I'm trying to find why fu- he wouldn't like The point is that I made him feel uncomfortable. And I've done that, I've done that in the past with other comedians. But I'm learning new boundaries because I was trained. So for me, my thing is like, I can do it back. All the stuff that happened to me when I was younger, I can do that now because I'm a feminist and it's equality. But but no, no, but that's don't do that. Right. Right. So I'm learning boundaries. But she's right on that aspect, though. Yeah, like maybe that stuff wasn't like we don't have to do everything men have done to us because right. some of them are crimes. No. Like, yeah, well, yeah. I, I used to play grab ass. Oh, I used to play. I used yeah. to play this game. In um, it, this was in the early thousands. <laughs> I was at a bar and I was with an old. I was with an older woman. She was in her fifties and she was someone else's mom. And we were playing a game where I would grab a guy's ass and then I'd go like, "She's crazy," and then she'd oh, grab a guy's ass game. and then look at me and be like, "That's totally her." And so we were, and then I realized later we were assaulting men. men. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Hey, we know now. That was the early 2000s. Was a lawless wasteland. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Officer, she's here. She's the yeah. one yeah. Time back then. <laughs> <laughs> I used or, to go to Renaissance fairs and just grab ass any dude. Oh, that Ren type. fairs it's were very horny awesome. places. Yeah, I was Kids a female comic. Everywhere. You can't say nothing. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I'm learning how learning to not grab ass and not be, but not. It's not ass necessarily too, but it's. I'm a huggy person, and like, it, I, I'm not. Tr- I'm really not trying to sexually harass anyone. But sometimes it's, when I bring up comics on stage, I'm like, he's too good looking to be a comedian. Put your hands together. <laughs> You're like the Michael Scott of open mics <laughs> <laughs> with Ryan. The, the, <laughs> the she one in the office. She calls herself sometimes the accidental racist. Yeah, sometimes so it'll, it'll, it'll just like slip up. Like, okay, oh now, no. I'm, now I'm hurt. You have never brought me up like that. No, I don't. That's, you're white, man. I'm not. 
<laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm as like a, a childcare professional, I have like two games you could play instead of grab ass. Like one I used to do a lot, and then somebody got mad at me, got really upset, so I had to stop doing it. But um, instead of grabbing ass, I would just come up to like you know a guy I thought was cute, and I'd just kind of slip my hand into his, like we're holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that is like super. You gotta own it. You can't pretend it's but, somebody but, else. Um, that's like creepy, but I kind of like it. Though. Yeah, it's like very innocent. It's and also innocent, like creepy. I love it. Yeah. Um, so maybe try that. That's always fun. Um, and then also, <laughs> as a childcare professional, we do like A-frame hugs. So you can't. So no groin touching for hugs. Oh. Okay. Just uh, okay. some sex positive uh, so guidelines it's going body forward. Yeah, you got an A-frame. Improv of sex. Right. Yes. Uh, yes, and. yes, yes, and. yes, and exactly. Yes, and. Two two big guys like us. That's all we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna get, and nothing's gonna take. Side hugs. Side process. hugs are good. That's called leaving room for Jesus. Jesus, I can get on board with that. I can get on board with leaving room for Jesus. That's your territory. But for me, I mean, I'll, I've I've been kind of doubling down on the like. Oh, I have an entourage of hot male comedians. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, I'm Mitzi Shore had the right idea, I think. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's a legend in her own right. She was the comedy store owner. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, mom. like, if it was for talk about how everybody like. Didn't, isn't the historic thing that comics struck against her so that they would get oh, paid Oh, well, more? yeah, that was like in the mid-70s. Yeah. yeah uh, because comic, the comics weren't getting paid at all. Yeah. And I think they had to pull like, pay, pull fry, for, uh, full price for the food. And that's like around when David Letterman and all those cats yeah. and Robin Williams were over there. I know my history. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> better. Yeah. And so I think they went on strike twice, I believe. Okay. I believe. Nobody's doing that anymore? Uh, oh, no. She cleaned up her act. She well, she's she dead now. Oh. Yeah, she died. Yeah. <laughs> and, then but, and then Tommy left, and now the new and then and then. Yeah, there's the new she, guys. I wonderful. Verify, I was there last night, and I asked for. They're like, she's been. They're like for year, so over like, a year. But you, but you can definitely get Polly. But you get Polly. Polly Shore. Oh, yeah. Polly that's her son. I'm not looking to have yeah. any offshore accounts. Uh, oh, you know oh. <laughs> that's better than a Polly Shore movie. Uh, Almost. I'm actually talking about early not. 2000s I have this movies. Polly Shore right. joke about how he used to he used to paint on an easel. I don't know how I feel about comedy, that. Like in my early days, I thought that was so clever. It I was is like, so Look good. That is. Oh. I love it. I want to see you there on a Monday for Paul. (laughs) Again, I'm with uh, this is so this is the Altcast. Usually we talk about usually there's a little Trump bashing. Yay! Usually there's a socialist rant that comes out at some point. Oh, okay. Um, Well, we talked about the strike. Yeah. There's usually something about me saying something about racism and saying the word cracker. Yeah. There's usually that. There's always. there, there's always like a political. Well, right now we've got the whole political break, breakdown. Everything's scary, and the coronavirus is happening. That's oh yeah, it's it's not it. by it's not by the corona beer. Stupid ass people. Oh, yeah, I'm so I don't. Jokes. I don't. <laughs> are there a bunch of jokes about that? Oh, they, oh my god, I'm so sorry. No, so, it's, it, it's, the thing is, it's not a joke. It's real. Uh, the the distributor Am, uh, Am, Ambev. Has yeah. actually yeah. reported a drop in sales of Corona, corona because people are thinking. Somebody did a study and they said 38% of Americans think that Corona is somehow involved with, with the, the coronavirus. coronavirus. So they stop drinking. We corona. are critical dumb. thinking skills. No child left <laughs> behind. We are. <laughs> hey, no child left behind, kids. San Diego, San Diego thought Takate was a virus for years. Uh-huh. Uh, that was. <laughs> That's the it does every- make you throw up. I'm not. That's a, the one joke I've heard that I like. That's the cor- the only coronavirus joke I've heard recently that I like is um, is that uh, I, I have so many. He's, it's Sam's joke about uh, picking up. He's like, I have so many coronavirus. I'm gonna get it first because I have so many coronavirus activities. Like I pick up cigarette butts off the ground. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. This is a corona activity. Like, I share pipes with yeah. everyone. He's like, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to die first. It's so crazy how it's just so contagious, and, like, you can be nine feet away from somebody else and still get it, and, like... What what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Die. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean if I'm, anything, it it'll be a push towards 
universal health care because if people Ooh, try to go to the hospital. Happens. Well, no, because America hates poor people. So it's going to be excited that so many of us die. America <laughs> is poor people. But <laughs> uh, capitalism hates poor people and America is capitalist. Therefore, America hates poor people, even though they Especially need all the poor people oh, yeah. in order to make all the capitalism work. It's Absolutely. like, and until we all rise up and say, hey, oppressors making money off of nothing, like, what happened to labor? When was labor real? When was it like, I am a man or I am a woman and I make things and that's important because of survival. And now we're like, if I don't get my skin cream by Tuesday, <laughs> I am going to lose no, my shit. No, even if like, I, even as so dumb as like the fact that you think a beer would be part of a, 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 a sickness, an illness yeah. that kills people. Like, Same come name. on. No child left behind. There's also a they corona got left around behind. the sun. It's corona just, around the sun. What was that? Corona around the sun. It's the, it's the thing you know about telescopes or whatever. <laughs> corona. I just wanted to look at one. The, 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 the flary bit is the corona around. Yeah. The, it's oh. what you get to see when there's a full eclipse. You see the. And corona means crown. Corona, not the sun. And corona means what? I thought crown. 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 Like, crown. crown. Sure. That's no. That's like so. Jesus has a corona yeah. around him behind. Yeah. Him. So does the disease make you like? God, like, what is it? Why would they call it coronavirus? It's because it's like a crown, like, uh, the the when they looked up closely, it had like a crown, like, it had a halo. Oh. Yeah. All right. So it had there nothing it to do with the fucking beer, you no fucking yeah, retards. You have and to I said retards. This, 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 this is two things. It does tie back to socialism. This is the most socialist virus we've ever had. It kills old people. And that's got to be good because they ain't—they're not moving out of the houses without a reason. <laughs> this could—you in a good dose of that going through the good houses around here. That's going to open up some property opportunities. Oh. Well, and if—I mean, and, hey, I'm a Marxist, so I don't believe in families or anything. I'm like, it belongs to everybody. We should be housing everyone. We should be having those houses, and we should be spreading. It makes me insane that there's so many questionably housed people in San Francisco when there's so much place to house mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Like, why aren't we equitably? <clears throat> yeah, it's not like anything? a housing issue. It's it's but a it's capitalist what, issue. But yeah. it's, it's, are people not good enough to have a house? Well, we look at people and we go, well, you're not a good enough person or you're not a person. Who's a person? What's a person? Like, who is worth anything? What, what well, you know what's not a person? Oh, I have a little pieces fetus. of paper. Right. <laughs> you, you, know they have con you know they have contingency plans to turn the Moscone into a CDC FEMA isolation camp. unit. Yeah. But it, it, the, the, it's, a, it's, it's a documented process. They, they lasted it for SARS. You know, back then, Moscone was only one hole. But now, if it gets bad, they're going to start isolating and it, they will bring uh, court orders to actually impose you on that. If you don't have health insurance in a hospital, you will be put in the Moscone. What is the Moscone? Is that like a it's, big... It's a big... It's like a hall. It's a big conference center. Mm -hmm. people, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's they ugh. trick it out with all kinds of stuff and people walk around and get free pens. Wow! wow. And then they come to my bar and get drunk and they get higher hookers and cocaine. All right. Hey, okay. I... And that's what bar you work at? So, <laughs> 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 well, I'm gonna make and, some money. Back to Marxism. Back to Marxism <laughs> valuing labor and that that sex work, down, sex work is real work, down but sex work is real work and that it's not valued or monetized <laughs> equitably in any way. There's no safety, but it's a real job. It's actual labor and that we don't value it. So what, what labor has value and what doesn't and why is some labor valued and some labor's, labor's dirty and gross and everybody wants drugs, but drug dealers are bad. I was and reading someplace that this, there was this, uh, uh, I can't remember what state it was, but these strippers were trying to uh, unionize. unionize. And I, was, I, I remember I was like, ladies. you goddamn right, you better fucking unionize for the champagne room. Because I didn't realize with the strippers and this involved, I don't think it's really sex work to me. I mean, unless, you, you know. You I've been doing it for free, so right? I'm a little mad now. A absolutely right. <laughs> but sometimes you have to you pay the door <laughs> or the house whenever yeah. you're a stripper. And then, like, if you, like, you know, have to have a locker and shit for your stuff. Yeah, they you nickel and pay dime that. you. And yeah, they and nickel and dime you. I'm like, that is not right. Like, the, the this, uh, I think it was in Tampa or wherever they had the Super Bowl. Like, there was, it was just that, that movie or that 
picture movie picture of like just knee deep in like dollar bills. Oh yes, and that club took all of that money. The cl- like, yeah, I read about that. The dancers were pissed because yeah. it was like two million dollars or yeah. something. And, and like, like the owners aren't working for that. They're not no, putting not on the show. No, no, they're not shaking their ass. They're not buying do you know what? costumes. They're not buying the shoes. Do you know yeah. how hard you have to get ready in order to like you know make sure like your taco and your asshole is yeah. clean before you put it in someone's face for all them dollars? It's hard to see. It's hard. Can I, can exactly. Just, it's dark and they're men. We don't care. Oh, that's well, just. But there's like you got it. There's that's like not what I heard. There's, there's a lot of pampering. <laughs> so. I, does anybody want to tell the white dude that women go see women dance too? Oh, I love strippers. Oh, yeah, right. So I love it. I know. I love strippers. Portland is amazing and has some incredible strip yeah, clubs. You'll do, be yeah. in a bar and not even know it's I a I used to try club. to be a stripper. I did amateur night. A dancer walk by. Yeah, Amateur night did not work for me. Back in the day when I actually had the body to do it, I wish I'd have had the confidence to do it I agree with that. Like now, Now that I have the confidence is to do it the body's gone so oh no no they'll there's room for you <laughs> yeah there's room for yeah, you yeah. there is room for you because i've been to some strip club i listen i used to have a i used to be in the strip clubs a lot like not 18 19 20 and i remember going to like some really really weird crazy strip clubs on the east side of St. Louis, this is when I lived in misery, mm-hmm. and there were some dusty ass strip clubs, and then there were questionable ones. <laughs> and the questionable <laughs> ones I liked the most because I remember sometimes I would see women, like beautiful women, but you knew they had some hard living, mm. and shit would fall out like tampon <laughs> strings. Oh yeah. And you know, you know that she had a bad boob job, or you know she needed a boob job. Daytime it, stripper, it, I still love you. Exactly, like it was April all walks of life. Like, but I saw the beauty in all of it. The lights are April. It was just, what was that? A- April, is the reason that you wouldn't have the confidence now because you feel like because you're not skinny and little that. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, she For the, me, the, it's, the, it's the back rolls. A friend of mine is a BBW. Oh, a BBW. A friend of mine is a BBW and that's she right. is a stri- stripper. Be- beautiful black woman. Oh, but Big. I- Beautiful black Oh, I know woman. what it means. I'm black. You know? No, I'm telling you. I'd look at she, she. I thought I thought I heard Pam ask. I thought I heard Pam ask, and she is on the other side of you. I know you know what it is, baby. I, I appreciate that. You know, no, yeah, for, for me, that's where. I mean, we like I said, we we were talking earlier about boob jobs, and I've had a boob lift. I actually have a great rack. I just never awesome. show it off. I, I just I'm so real super self conscious about it. Let's you better show off that rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better get to now, see. Look, get the girls full out circle. To play. We're objectifying no, each other. No. Now that you've said that, oh, you God, have no. to prove it. No, no, no. <laughs> Is it Marty Gras yet? Show us your tits. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Are they still doing Stern show all of a sudden? We're supposed to be like socialist. Progressive people, and I'm like, tits, tits. <laughs> but we, we talked about you strippers unionizing, so yeah. yeah. But I, I'd say sex work should be legalized, it should be women's work, should be monetized it's, equitably. I agree, uh, it, it makes me crazy. It's called labor when you have a baby, it's yeah. called labor, well, and you get nothing. Sex work it. is legalized in Canada, it's not like a radical that, notion to legalize sex work in Amsterdam, yeah. In Amsterdam. And people are, I. I went to the Museum of Prostitution in Amsterdam, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. And you walk through an old brothel, and it's like an old age. You get to be in the window. It's so fun. You get oh, to cool. be in the you get to be in the window for a little bit, and That's you listen cute. to this old. Um, she's an ex prostitute. She was a prostitute for like forty years, and she tells you these stories as you're going through this old house and all these rooms, and it's so cool and weird. But it's they talk about how dangerous it used to be. And, when it started because of Napoleon and because they were shipbuilding, you know, they were, the, the Dutch were the original capitalists. They built ships for everybody. They were like, we'll sell them to fuck. You guys they, fight with each other. We'll yeah. build the ships. We don't give a fuck. Like They're pretty good at sailing, too. Yeah. yeah. It's so, like a real sexy Alcatraz. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Sexy Alcatraz. <laughs> Hot Catraz. But so it was, they talk about all the history of prostitution, and it was really, really interesting. And, and that she was like, this is my job, and it's real. And you get to turn people away, and there's people to help yeah. you, and you have to have, there's all of this medical stuff involved, and mm-hmm. you... And even back in the 
In Napoleon's days, um, they call it the red light district because the prostitutes, they either had a red card or a white card. A white card meant that they were diseased and they are not allowed. They had syphilis right now or whatever they had. So you had a white card and people knew that, that you had STDs or STIs or whatever the fuck we call them. But if you had a red card, that means you were good to go. And that's why they started calling it the red light district because they all had the red cards. And then they changed it later with electricity into red lights. But it started with Napoleon... Napoleon was into I his mean, army not dying of syphilis. <laughs> oh, I see. He's like, you need to be card-carrying <laughs> sex workers. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we went to Amsterdam in summer. We took, uh, we took my father-in-law, who is an 80-year-old man, and he's from the Midwest, and he has no idea that any of that life exists. And we did the tour, and it's oh. around the old church, and they gave us the yeah. tour, and they said, and, and there's this, there's this unofficial line, so you were saintly if you could go to the church. And it's literally like the red district goes right red around district. the church. It's 16 yards wide, the, the gap, and if you worked in that, you couldn't go to the other. And, uh, and we are doing the tour, and it was fantastic, and the lady saying, you should engage, you should talk, you will learn, and, and they, you know, some, if they're not too busy, they'll tell you about their lives. And what she didn't say is what the blue light meant. Oh, I don't know about the blue light. That's the transsexuals. Oh. And and my father-in-law didn't know that either. And he knocked on the window and she, he showed her what was available. And he's gone back to the Midwest. He ain't coming back anytime soon. That's, that's, <laughs> he's not coming back till he's done his canning. I never saw any blue lights. I've only seen, I, I've I only seen them. It's a smaller market. Yeah. to think he didn't know that stuff <laughs> it turns out he's very educated on the matter. Yeah. His, his, he still doesn't talk about it it was uh, <laughs> see I wish Hoenn was that classy again Ho- Hoenn Hoenn is that is, 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 is that the old term what no I'm just being no, no we still say hoes oh okay in, in my demographic oh, it's a verb right <laughs> no it, it, it seems a little bit more organized with like brothels and stuff like I love going to New Orleans because they still have like brothels and stuff but they're sh- you know they're, it's not like in Nevada I mean there's like brothels everywhere yeah, but. but it's like it's usually like you know that this spot is and you know it still has that old timey feel in New Orleans, the, the homestead, yes. the homestead here on 19th and Folsom, that in it was a brothel. There was a secret upstairs, so they have a back room that they still use for like parties. It's a super super back room, but there What's used the to be. What's the address for that place? It's <laughs> a, no, 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 it's, a, it's, it's 19th and Folsom. It's it's a cool Take your old. Wedding ring off. It's a, yeah. But yeah. It, there's not a brothel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but in like 1904, there was. But they still have the secret back room, and there was a secret stairwell that went upstairs. So there's these. Upstairs, there's all these apartments that people live in now, but historically, back in the day, also, someone was killed in the head with a ball-peen ball-peen hammer in that back room. And uh, there was a huge... And back when journalism was real, the journalists (laughs) of the examiner did all the spelunking and figured it out and it was connected with a rape and murder up at something else oh, and they put it all together somebody, some sheet metal worker some, yeah some crazy shit I, from Cleveland no it was all, <laughs> it was all San yet. Francisco <laughs> but so it, there's a lot of weird historical that's cool, cool. there was a lot of like sex work I think in oh, for San sure. Francisco oh yeah, oh, yeah. You, I remember you showed a we did a show where she showed the, how much worth each ethnicity of women oh right was back in uh, the gold rush days during the gold rush. Yeah. so it's another thing about brothels around a church so if you think about union square and union that square a, back yeah. in the day that's where all the churches were and they all lined mm-hmm. those streets now it's just the churches of commerce ha 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 Saks Fifth avenue and neiman markups neiman markups so they're all there around but that was all originally the churches that were there and so maiden lane was right off that and that's, that's where all the Austria. prostitutes were. And Maiden Lane's still there, but no, it's all hoody toody places, you know, like it has boutiques like, and boutiques fifteen dollar ice cream. Campus shoes, you know. Yeah. It's Jimmy Choo shoes or whatever this is. But it used to be the prostitute lane and they valued them differently by race. You know, I uh, I used to volunteer at the cemetery there in Boulder and one of the things that I learned from the the main groundskeeper was that they did not mark the prostitutes' graves, not out of disrespect, but because they didn't want Grandpa to know where to go in the middle of the night. <laughs> so I guess you know our fa- our founding cowboy fathers, uh, mining fathers, uh, believed in 
an afterlife right there on earth uh, or something uh, <laughs> back in back in the old days when there was you know the pioneers were coming out the women owned the bars the women yeah. the women ran yeah. the brothels the, the women had the, yeah. the women built the churches so there's the, the Oh, sorry. No, no. I didn't mean it. Well, there's a really interesting brothel story in Portland. I used to be a Portland tour guide where there's this woman who had her brothel on a floating house. Oh, and no. it was like, I think it was between like uh, like the East East Portland and West Portland. And anytime like the cops tried to raid her, she would just like pull up stakes and like go down the river with That's everybody. Gross. Yeah. Oh, wow. That so is she didn't have to pay dues to either side hug. of the river because she was kind of an she international was water. The river. Yeah, she was the river. Yeah. <laughs> just around the river bend. She's a uh, Pocahontas. She's like, there. come on, hoes, get on this boat. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. Historic. <laughs> they call it the first profession. Yeah. And yet we still demonize it and don't let women claim that as a legitimate form of work. When we still stigmatize it and look down upon it and go, you're a hoe, you're this. But, but it's like that. Why? Why do we stigmatize work like that? When I was little, my mom would always say, if you don't study, you can always dig ditches. Like, you can always, the world needs more ditch diggers too, Pam. But it's like, but. Because your parents were Republican. Well, right. (laughs) But what is wrong with manual labor? I mean, doing and making and building for people is important and should be applauded. And why do we say, well, if you work with your body, you're not as good as someone who sits around behind a desk eating ho-hos f- passing around memos like why is why is somebody actually at tps reports tps reports yeah you know my life offended you so much get out of your suit but 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 seriously but why don't we that's the thing that's crazy is i think in a more socialist leaning like you need to eat too we have all these food service workers farmers but farmers are gross and dirty or whatever i mean farmers no no Farmers have got money. They got money. Where the shit this brass. Yeah. Uh, Farmers got some serious bank. Every one of of those cows is two and a half thousand dollars at kill weight minimum. They just got... they just got a uh, welfare from the Trump administration. The yes. Subsidies, subs- government it's subsidies. It's called welfare. Yeah. My thing is, I don't want to make it pretty. I yeah. like no, to but, call well, it what it is. But that's the thing it's is that. Welfare, just the but, same. And it is. Yeah. And, and they're like. But when subsidies. You, when, you think yes. about, when you think about yeah. welfare, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a spectrum. So I, I'm on welfare because I have food stamps and I have Medi Cal. Now, we, we also stigmatize this word welfare, but exactly. how come on one side we stigmatize, but on the other, subsidies, that's no that's, problem. That's exactly right. But that's right. welfare. That's it's welfare. all under the same umbrella. Absolutely. And yet we stigmatize poor you people. You know why. You and know why. You is, know why. I know, but we don't know people's stories either. A, and that's the other thing, demonizing single moms. They work harder than everyone else, so what? They're not as, uh, mm. it makes me so mad. It's like, they're working so hard on you. And then you're like, oh, single mom. Like, why do we... I feel like society does this. It's not all just America. Well, like, childcare work in general is so underpaid in this country. Actually, back in Portland, one of the... That's only because the single moms can't afford to pay what they deserve. It's not because they're undervalued. Trust. (laughs) No, yeah, obviously. Like, I, I feel very highly valued. But, yeah, I mean, if you talk about it online, God forbid, you'll get all these men getting on board being like well if you wanted a better paying job like be a civil engineer and i'm like hey uh, you guys you. keep having kids like it's not like, <laughs> the demand is there right. you, the exactly. value isn't like anyone yeah. that has to deal with children you are so getting <laughs> underpaid mm-hmm. like we're not even gonna i mean you're a teacher xxx teacher you yeah, know there was a there was a woman online i uh, saw she i think she was out of texas or what have you that finally like went to her um the uh the uh, oh she teacher. resigned she resigned at the meeting yeah, yeah. she resigned at the and meeting you know said, what i'm talking this about this is not about you this and is not I, yeah i was with her all the way she was absolutely she, amazing oh excuse wow. me it was in kansas it was shawnee kansas yeah it was a teacher that basically said like you know they basically hadn't gotten raises and stuff. Yeah. They have been underpaid. And then the, the raise that they were going to get was like, what, 1%? Oh, it's derogatory. It was like, yeah, it was, it was dirty. It wasn't just yeah. a firearm. Yeah, yeah, right. It's probably only a hundred. Like they are paid so little. That's socialism. When when I got when I got out of college, my first job was teaching, and I was making twenty four thousand dollars a year. And that was it. Hasn't gone up since that was in ninety seven. Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. 20 yeah, years later, you're maybe making 40 if you're lucky. Wow. Like, it's bad. It's, it's so bad. funny. So I left, when I left, I was, I no was, at, I was at like 34. Because, you know, every year you go up mm-hmm. or whatever. And I said to myself at that point, I was like, if I don't get out of this now, in 10 years, I'm going to wake up. And I'm still going to be doing this. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to be, and I'm, I am I had to get out. I it's totally, th- it's it was, a really thankless job. It's really thankless. And especially yeah. in public school teaching. Oh, yeah, I'm like sure. It is, no respect. No, yeah, it's it's difficult. Well, special ed was a little different because everyone was like, you're doing what no one else wants to do. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Like, people would bring me donuts or coffee. They'd be like, thank you. You just... You just stop, keep not bothering us, yeah, and we're you, good. Just keep them away. Just stay yeah. in the basement. Just keep the weirdos <laughs> over there, and no more throwing desks. As long as they don't smell like pee, we're good. good. Like, <laughs> yeah. But no, it was it, it was they they like special ed teachers, but regular ed. Oh my god, yeah. the parents are on your ass. Oh yeah, parents. That's and what then, I would. Uh, that's like the worst part of working with kids. But you're a preschool teacher, yeah? Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. Now I, I make more money as a nanny now. Oh, so yeah. Oh, I wow. do that. So how much um, does it, if you can, how much does a nanny make in Portland? Um, it, no, in San Diego, oh, you San Diego. you can do okay because you have all those, like, you That's know. Wealthy people. I'm La Jolla, I, worked, yeah. my I worked at the La Jolla yeah. Family Jewish Community Center, the Lawrence oh, Family Jewish Community Center. That's a good I was program. A, yeah, I yeah. was a camp counselor there for 12 years. Oh, that's cute. Okay, I'm yeah. going to use you as a reference, Pam. Yeah. For, yeah. I need a job. Get in there. Sandy. <laughs> yeah. So, wait, you were making more, you're making more now I, as a nanny. Like, I would work, I worked at this vegan fucking daycare. Oh, sorry. Oh, um, you can swear. No, you can swear. Oh, okay. You can swear. I worked at this vegan daycare um, in in portland and i was making like 11 i knew i i was making maybe 11 25 11 50 and i knew that my the the tuition from one month was like probably like eighty thousand dollars are you kidding me oh she was making bank and then and now her old um the the daycare franchise she used to own has all unionized because they're fucking like i had friends who were like so underpaid and so overworked like they were getting kidney stones. Like a friend got an ulcer. Like another friend who was like sober for three years, like started drinking again. Like and it's a vegan. It was, and it's yeah, a it vegan so childcare. I mean, it's like, like vegan until like, and she would buy all these like finches, like these birds, like for educational purposes, and no one would like water them over the weekend. And they would so die. and she would just buy more. It was I was like, this is not a vegan daycare. Like stop buying animals you're not taking care of. That's insane. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh god, yeah. So I got out of there. So I was making eleven fifty there. And now I'm I'm making like just under twenty as a nanny in San Diego now. That so. is that's mortifying. Yeah, it's bad. Is she I one mean, of those hippy dippy kind of broads oh, too? Man. She was like she was a business major, so like <laughs> she's a business major and like had done like in home daycares. So like she just saw kids as like little dollar signs. Aww. It was ridiculous. I oh god, I hated it. I mean, good a good food program poorly ex- executed everything else and she like started she didn't really know like a lot of child pedagogy so she would be like oh well, I like this like Italian like philosophy of like painting on the walls or whatever and then like oh, uh, we also like weren't able to say no to kids oh, so by preschool no. by preschool <laughs> they were little violent monsters yeah and it was ridiculous how do you yeah. sell? Oh, how do you, like, oh, yeah. I, children absolutely need to be told no all the time. You have to like, set boundaries, yeah. and no is a boundary. Yeah, yeah. is a boundary. You can't yeah. and you stop. Get- you yeah, and, and that's you gotta, good. No me consent. Yeah, yeah, and you got to know Portland is gentrifying more and more every day. Like yeah. it is. That's why I'm in it's San Diego. Just <laughs> all rich white people just pushing like everybody that, out. Yes. I'm, you know, and and I ha- it, I'm one of them. I'm I'm why I moved there. I love it there, and, and we're just kind of part of the problem. You know, you realize it kind of too late, but. Do you have a joke about vegan daycare? Because I feel like that is a God, ripe, yeah. ripe area. I don't. Yeah. I feel like there's an <laughs> there's a mom. I don't there's think there's totally. a kid. There's a one-hour special in that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't even have to move yeah. from it. Well, like, the vegan, the yuppie, the yuppie parents were super competitive with each other. So That's if they saying. saw one kid getting potty trained, they'd be like, oh, well, my child's ready for potty training. I'm like, no, she's not. Yeah. Um, oh, my. All cloth diapers. So oh. I was like, oh. I was like oh cleaning out poo poo out of two cloth diapers, a class worth, like uh, like ten kids. Wow. Oh, oh god. 
I have jokes about working at a vegetarian hospital, so please tell me you have great jokes about. I mean, I I mostly have just yeah. That was like the only thing I mine it. You've got stuff. (laughs) (laughs) To go to a trance, a a, a room full of Karens. Was it just hundreds of Karens every day? Oh yeah, it was Karens. Oh my Karens and Derricks. That sounds like a nightmare. Oh my god. I I lasted maybe nine months. I didn't last very long at that at that preschool. Some of so some of those parents should not have children. Well, it was like it was kind of an eye opener because I was like you. Like, I know small kids aren't for everyone. They're pretty high energy. <laughs> but, like, these parents who are, like, architects and stuff, they were just like, oh, I thought he would, like, come out. Like, I literally heard this from a mom being like, I thought he'd come out, you know, bouncing a ball or whatever. Like, I didn't know he was going to be this helpless for this long. Wow. <laughs> and, and then they had another kid. And I was like, are you oh, just shit. peer pressured into having kids because you feel like you might miss out with, like, all of your cohorts having children? Because you really don't, like, maybe once the kids are older they i finally do have a better time with the kids but like oh man that those early years it's not for every adult to be social able to do that status children oh a new one what social, social status, status. Oh. oh yeah 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 pretty much See, women have been forced children. yeah women are two children over here women have been forced since the dawn of time you so, know yeah i've decided we're having more children you will have more children Right. You know, I yeah. am means a of production. My, I am a pariah in my in-laws because I chose not to have kids, and it, it, oh, it yeah, kind of breaks yeah. my my father-in-law's mind a little bit. He really, really respects my husband and thinks he's a, one of the most intelligent, self-sufficient people in the world. At the same time, he thinks that I have him under my thumb, that I have denied him the right to have children. It just, he can't wrap his head around the fact that we discussed it for years before we got married. It was a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a, a, a dual decision. I had to pay, uh, I, I had to go to California and pay cash to get my tubes tied, and I had to sign paperwork allowing my, saying my husband allowed me to get my Whoa. tubes tied. I did. And then, you guys don't have to do that. Yeah. And Whoa. then in Portland, I kept going from gynecologist to gynecologist to gynecologist to get a hysterectomy because I was bleeding constantly, oh and no. I was weak, and I was dying. Oh, shit. And they would not call it they would not do it medically because i had uh never had children and even though my tubes were tied i could still have my eggs extracted if i changed my mind you know at the last minute and wanted a baby and uh i was just furious and i finally found a jewish doctor who was like yeah just give me the money i'll do it (laughs) 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 and and then here we are (laughs) i feel much better (laughs) Because it it was making you sick. It was making, it was killing me. Yeah. Yeah, but I was, I was a tramp and a whore and just, and, and just couldn't, just nobody could fathom that my husband was like on the same page that I was forcing him. So he's a cuck, you know? Well, and that, why aren't we promoting like female heroes or movies? Like any, any character, any, like a character that makes a choice not to have kids and that's okay. Or that it's not even a. Uh, it's just that we. There's no role model. role model says like, you don't have to have kids. In fact, yeah. that's a great choice. Like, don't have kids. Yeah. yeah. And even on. Yeah, even in my family, it wasn't even like, yeah, you go, girl. It was like, yeah, we agree. You probably shouldn't have children. <laughs> it was that <laughs> attitude. Sounds yeah, so I couldn't Southern win on either side. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't win. You can't win. Can't win. Can't, can't win. win. My if wife I'd... and I always say that we can't conceive the idea of ever having <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's, That's hilarious. hilarious. And do people ask you a lot? Are you kind of shocked? The moment we got married, yeah. basically that's, from that's there on out, was like, are you guys having kids? kids? Are you guys having oh. kids? So that's what we just so started nosy. telling people. So nosy. And we, yeah, we decided a long time ago, like pretty much, like we were friends for a couple of years, but like we, when we first started seeing each other, we had decided then like we don't ever want to have It's good compatibility yeah. <laughs> to have on that. See, score. I'm like, <laughs> I've, I've, uh, dude and I have been together for seven years Ooh, and I'm job. like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. Congrats. Um, basically, married, but I ain't got no ring, and I'm afraid of that too. Yeah. Um, but kids, like, I'm turning a little. You know, I'm in my late 30s, so I'm like out. 
I'm at 50-50 right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, do I really want to put my body through this? Yeah. Because now I'm starting about starting to think about vanity more. <laughs> because I'm just it's like, important. do I really like, will, will my body get back to the way it will be? Will I really have to? And I'm not even thinking about the fact of like, you know, it's a child. A choice. Yeah. You're and, so but bitch. but also too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, what about my ass uh, and my stomach? And my stomach. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember my mom telling me after she had me, her body never went back, and I felt bad. So I think that got programmed into my head. But also too, I wouldn't mind having a little fuck face like Aww, me, a mini me they running are really around. Cute. And I do it, like kids. But it's also like, <laughs> is it that changing moment that people talk about? Or is it just like bullshit? No, like, it, it really is. It it, it 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 is. God damn it! Nobody can hurt. They put her in my arms. I, I held her before my wife because you know she was she had an emergency C-section. You know, it's like a butcher's block in there. <laughs> and the uh, I'm still not sure they put everything back. But the uh, but I I held her and in that moment it was like. Huh, I might actually have to grow up tomorrow. Yeah, I'm see, like, that's where and, like, and 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 the first and and you know you you, you dealt with the little ones. They're easy. Yeah. They when they just lie there and dribble, those are the good days. You you literally you can be a bad parent for the first six months because you just put them down and they're still there. Yeah. You can give them something sharp. They're just gonna look at it. They don't want to play with it. They're just gonna say, "Oh, it's shiny," and they they're great. But then they, uh, they, then, then they get to it. Everyone's like the terrible twos. It's not the terrible. I don't twos. think twos are terrible. No, the twos are terrible. The the, the threes are tyrannical, and the fucking fours. Yeah, That's fours, the, fours mm -hmm. and fives. They like, it's a developmental stage. They turn into little narcs, and they're like, "That's not the rules." And you're like, "Oh, my mm. kid snitched on me. She's three years yeah. old. She's <laughs> like, she's like, snitch. Yeah. She's, she's like, mommy." Daddy's a bad guy. <laughs> he should go on a timeout. What? I, my wife and Carrie. What did he do? Yeah. <laughs> well, he. You know. Wow. He, you know, and, and then the worst thing is they they they're a little emotional terrorists. Yeah. They they guilt you so they, bad. They I'm can sure. guilt you. Yeah. They you say no, and then they do the look, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, your wife, your mother got a ring for that look. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a soulless monster. I don't. I don't. I'm like. I'm like, those aren't real tears. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I and I talk, I never use baby voices. I talk with kids all the time. And with children children on the autistic spectrum, like I tell them, like, I know, I know you're capable. Don't you act. Come on now. Like and I mm -hmm. I'll make them do things that people are like, how did you? And I'm like, because I'm talking to them and yeah. saying, like, I'm not gonna put I know everybody else falls for your bullshit. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Right? I see That's right through you. Classic. Nice. Classic. Like, That's oh, my go-to line with kids that are acting up. I'm like, this works on mommy and daddy, but you can scream in my face all day. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. paid yeah. for this. I'm paid. To <laughs> yeah. Or it's like if, if, I have to, yeah. if I have to get off the bus with a yeah, child or whatever. Like when you're a parent and you're on the bus and you've got somewhere to go and you got to do something, you're like, ugh, my kid is screaming, whatever. But if kids screaming around me, I take them off the bus and I say, all right, let's just wait until we're ready to get back. The yeah. next bus there will come go. eventually. Yeah. It is I'm different when it's your you. kid. Oh, yeah. oh, of course it, it is. Oh, no, no. It's your blood type <laughs> and, and that's your backup kidney. That's, <laughs> you you have nice. to, that's, that you, it's an investment. That's, mm -hmm. that, that's it's a harvest your your child's organs. Hey, between now and 18, <laughs> she doesn't have a choice. I can sign her name for her. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. Also, and if you know you're as selfish as I know I am, and how and how narcissistic I am, I know I can't share my husband with anybody. Oh, yeah. oh, fair. I know that. Mm -hmm. I, knew, I knew that the minute he asked me to marry him, I was like, I can never share you with another. Do you have a dog? Uh, we have a cat. A cat, ferrets. yeah, cat. If cat, fer yeah. perfect. Yeah. Per yeah, you don't have to share. They don't want to no, share no, with you. No, no, no. no, I mean, I have a joke about the cat. Like, he's the big spoon, she's the little spoon. I'm the bitch on the other side of the bedroom, and everybody's good time. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you have to make that decision. Like, you got to know yourself. Like, yeah. do you have the tolerance for it, or do you think you'll give in it, to those hormones? That's the, the exactly. amount of stress does kind of. Oh, man, unless you have a really solid relationship, like you probably do with your wife, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard on a marriage. I can't. It is. <laughs> yeah, I've watched like my friend right now. She's going through it, and she has twins, Ooh. and her husband's sick. 
and the twins are like they'll be four so they're coming into that snitch oh, asshole phase um, <laughs> and so you, you know so she's like trying to deal with her uh, her husband who's sick yeah. and then the children so that is just like she's pulling her air, hair out oh, but so she has some really really good dark jokes yeah. coming out of it out of all the tragedy <laughs> that she's lining. going through, there is a silver lining with that. <laughs> Twins, she'll never get out of the house. Yeah. She's gonna be locked so, in like, Yeah, so it's just you know, like that. You see that? That I'm gonna push back on you. That's the kind of thing that gets women thinking the wrong way. Because we, we have friends, she got a single mom with twins. Mm-hmm. And There's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she 